episode of Technical Files, the sports podcast. You never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Catchman, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Bucks and six, bitch. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as. The Eric J. And I'm Camille Poingard of the crew of the Real Life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. Mr. Boy K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The, gentleman. the everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as KDD. Well, y'all. Well, well, we are here. That that was, that was something. For the first time since 2017, the Bucks mm-hmm. won in Phoenix. They mm-hmm. won Game Five, 123 to 119. Uh-huh. My goodness, y'all! And let me be honest with you, I took a pregame nap, mm-hmm. and it you know. led. It bled over into the first quarter. Oh, Lord. Ditto. And I woke up and I was like, yo, what is happening? <laughs> Every I week like. we show our age on this podcast. <laughs> hey, oh, what? <laughs> oh, what? I had to take a nap. I, I, was, I knew I was going to be up. I had to take a nap. I, <laughs> I wasn't going to make it otherwise. But no, for real. But I looked back and I was like, the Bucks had like seven turnovers. Mm-hmm. In the first quarter alone, it was ooh, it was rough. It was rough. They had five all the last game. Yeah, Mm-mm. it was it was. Phoenix came out hot, like mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. was not missing for shit, bro. And we just couldn't we couldn't hold on to the ball. <laughs> it, it really was. But Drew Drew started off hot, and he just kind of carried that shit throughout the game, which I truly appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Suns came out hot, no pun intended. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, shout out to Seth Partnow from the Athletic uh, on Twitter. He was saying, like, the 37 points in the first quarter, like, that was unsustainably high shooting from Phoenix. Like, I think at one point they were shooting like 80% from the field. Like, you mm-hmm. know, that's gonna come down over the course of the game. The real problem was the Bucks' offense was just terrible, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it turnovers. Bad shots, like just disjointed offense. The fact that they were even able to score 20, 21 points was a feat because it, it felt way worse than that. Um, but they turned it around right away in the second quarter. Like, mm-hmm. I think they started off the quarter with like an 11 to three run or something like that. So mm-hmm. they got that shit in order <laughs> real quick. Yeah, and that's crazy too because I saw Giannis played the whole first quarter. So of course mm-hmm. he sat, sat at the beginning of the second, and they mm-hmm. went on that crazy run with Giannis chilling. Yeah, I mean like, according to according to Kendrick Perkins, that's why they went. On. Oh my god! And other talking heads, <laughs> you know that that Giannis was just in the way, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was some goofy shit. Anyways. Yeah, he started off on the bench, shit like that, and they they just they they started cooking and Connaughton, dude, Pat Connaughton, another good Pat Connaughton. Uh, like the entire run, basically, like he's been hitting some, not necessarily clutch, but like timely three pointers. Like he has yeah. made they the needed. most three pointers yeah. in the finals. Wow, for the Bucks, I didn't like, even notice. Wow. And it's always when they need, I mean, like, you always need three-pointers, but it's, like, when they really need them, like, where it's, like, yeah, you can't. <laughs> or momentum-changing threes. Momentum like, you either stopping a run or you <laughs> launching something. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, 
all them goofy dudes during the regular season. Why is why are they giving the ball to Pat? Why are they giving the ball to Pat? We are seeing why they were giving the ball to Pat. <laughs> like he's coming through. He's doing again a perfect role player game. Four for six from the field, all three pointers, two for two from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Five, six rebounds, some big rebounds too. Big boy. There's that one offensive rebound. He like his only offensive rebound there. tonight. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. he went and got that. Plus ten on the night, fourteen points for the boy Pat Connaughton. He had a great game. That's interesting right. that that's the first person that we named off. <laughs> like for the first, right. but I mean, like for the first time, it feels like in the playoffs, like all three of the big three had a good game. Like yes, you know. they did. I got the stat lines for you. And they all took at least 20 shots, which is what we pretty much expected to be mm-hmm. a mix for this team. So starting off with, with the minute, God, Chris Middleton, 44 minutes tonight, 12 from 23 from the field, three or eight from mm. three, two or three from the free throw line. He has seven rebounds, five assists, uh, four, and 29 points on the night. He also had four turnovers, three fouls. Mm. Giannis, 41 minutes. Oh, actually, you know what? Let me go ahead and go with Drew. He had 42 minutes. 12 from 20 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3. No free throws, which is interesting because he was he was down. He was there. getting his ass whooped, yeah. Yeah. 13 assists, 3 steals, 1 block, 27 points. Wow. He had a hell of a game. And then you got Giannis, 14 to 23 from the field, 0 from 1 for 3, 4 from 11 from free throw line, 9 boards, 6 assists. Yeah, that, 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 that is not Giannis that line. He was actually a negative or uh, minus seven tonight, plus minus. Yeah, because of the first quarter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Him and PJ. Yeah. Uh, just to, to summarize what you just laid out, Giannis, Drew, and Chris are the fifth trio in, in NBA Finals history to each record 25 points on 50% shooting in a the game. They're the first to do this since James Worthy, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Magic Johnson in 1995. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Now, just to just to be clear, mm-hmm. Phoenix's big three, or their their version of their big three, have 40, uh, 40 from Booker, twenty one from Chris, and twenty from eight, twenty and ten from eight, twenty one and eleven from Chris, and forty from Booker. So it's not like man, no, they like, <laughs> like they it, it was it was a fucking fight the whole time, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal game, like if you, yeah, it was yeah. a great game. Like it's a cliche, but if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. <laughs> and I thought we were gonna run away with it. I did not. Like I knew it was gonna be tough. Um it's funny because it's like so many fans like, oh, this is such a great game. And meanwhile, I'm having like a heart attack. I'm like, <laughs> I can understand why you say this is a great game because it's close. There's theater <laughs> and all of that, but like I want the blowout. Like I can't handle these no, close. No, no, no. I can only say that after the fact. Like during the game, I was like. Fuck, put this game away. <laughs> <laughs> like now, you know, it, it, in hindsight, it's like, you know, yeah, like we're, gonna, game. we're gonna go back and rewatch these wins and be like, man, like this was a good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do how y'all feeling, man? One game away. Y'all Bucks fans, man, y'all been waiting for this moment for a very long time. Like how let me know how y'all feeling right now. I am mm. trying not to jump the gun. I am trying mm. not to celebrate mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. the job is not done. But to be a win away mm-hmm. from winning a championship mm-hmm. with the chance to do that at home, yeah, to actually do it in six games, 
Bucks and six for real for a title? <laughs> Can we crowdfund <laughs> uh, to get uh, Brandon Jennings like some courtside seats for that? My God, if Brandon Jennings is not in town, what are we doing here? <laughs> oh. What are we doing here? <laughs> we got to get Brandon in town. Okay, that nigga got money. Matter of fact, <laughs> matter of fact <laughs> but get him some seats. Yeah, just just bring back all random bucks back to this game. Just, just uh, Larry <laughs> Sanders, Luke yes. Balmute. I want to see Dan OJ Mayo. I want to see Nate Walters. Dan Gazzarie. I forgot about dude. <laughs> bring those squads back. Desmond Mason, Balmute, Tim Thomas. I know Ursan's still active, but go ahead and bring him back too for a game. Oh, for the culture. Let's go. Like, come on, man. Uh, bring Ursan in too. Bled. No, yeah, bring Bled in too. And John Henson. Find John Henson. Hell yeah, John Henson. <laughs> John Henson deserves some, some tickets to this game. Do we want to bring Malcolm back too? Just just because. Yeah, Malcolm will come. Come on, Mel. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> <first one, laughs> you almost got one. Come on, play cuz. Come on through. <laughs> He's still my play because I got the autograph picture in the back, fam. But no, yeah, it feels it feels good. Like I mm-hmm. was able to experience a Packers Super Bowl win downtown after mm-hmm. the 2010, you know, mm-hmm. not a long time ago. And all I kept saying was, I can't yeah. wait to be able to feel this for the Bucks. I can't wait for the Bucks to be able to do this. Like, love the Packers. Milwaukee really f with the Packers for real, for real. But the Bucks is our team, our team. Like, mm-hmm. does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. like, all it does. They got Milwaukee on their jersey. But like, like, they have our city. Like, it's different. Like, unless you know geography, like, you wouldn't even know Green Bay is in proximity. <laughs> <Milwaukee>. like, <laughs> it's different. Like, it feels good. Like, I, I am so excited for Tuesday, and I'm going to use this moment right here. Just mm-hmm. let everybody know if you're looking for me at work on Wednesday, <laughs> I ain't going to be there. <laughs> uh, like I totally understand your point of view, Camille, and for self-preservation purposes, like I'm looking at it the same way. But I feel like as a fan, it's my job to be confident. It's my job to be to celebrate. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. a third win in the finals. Like I'm not gonna celebrate like it's the title, but I'm I'm yeah happy that a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like I'm <laughs> I'm very pleased. Like the players, like they can't look ahead and you know act like they want a title already. Like they got to stay locked in, but like whether I'm locked in or not, like they're they gonna play how they play. So <laughs> that is true. I don't, I don't have to stay focused. Um, but yeah, like I said, for self preservation reasons, like I'm not gonna allow myself to think like this really gonna happen. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel good, man. It's I'm looking good. It. Like I feel good about it. You know, like, up, like, like I said before, like I don't, I, I had confidence going into game five, just kind of how we started moving uh, in games two and three. And I don't feel like we're going to lose at home anyways. Like we, it's been an anomaly. Not saying that we can't, but I don't think that we're going to, they don't want to wait. We, we don't want to finish this at the crib, dog. And I'm, ah, it's, 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 it's kind of surreal. We do, we have one L in the entire playoffs. At home, which shouldn't have, which they shouldn't have lost, like that. No, yeah, pure nice. trick off. Like <laughs> it was fucking around that game. They thought they could just flip a switch and they could. <laughs> like we haven't. I, I don't know how we got this far. That fucking lob, that steal, that steal yeah. and lob, like Drew. That man came very, uh, to play yeah. on both yeah. ends of the court, like. 
there were two steals in particular that I'm like were huge sequences. Like obviously, like the game ceiling, like first, of, like the fact that you just ripped it clean from book, raced out, mm-hmm. found Giannis streaking, yeah, and threw it basically a perfect place where only Giannis could go get. I mean, goodness, Chris Paul there, but like the only where Giannis could get it, <laughs> like on the money, mm-hmm. like in that time and in situations, like crazy. And then the other one was like I think in third. Um, where he ripped book like just at the top of the key, basically, and mm-hmm. then took the pull up three. Yeah, I'm like, like crazy. Yeah. So and like you said, like he he got into foul trouble early. So I wanted to kill Bud the first part, like, and not in like the way that everybody's just like, oh my god, Bud, what the fuck, like, Jeffy. If they, <laughs> like it's one like I I get it like conventional wisdom uh, is playing against the ball truck. He was ass. He was Jeff T. <laughs> <laughs> he he, he <laughs> like he looked off Giannis one possession. Uh, he took I don't know how many shots he had, but it was way too many. Um, like he's like Tim said, he was getting cooked like. I think he committed two fouls or almost committed. Yeah, it was just like a second he was just foul. Like, oh, for one, I was from like, the field with one board, one assist, one steal, one turnover, one foul, negative or minus 11 on the night. Yes, my guy. Like, yeah. I know single game plus minus doesn't mean much, but that was on like it honestly felt like minus 21. Like, he was <laughs> ass. And that was the same thing that like Monty did with uh Aiden in game three, where it's like you foul your own guy out. like. Drew, how many fouls did Drew finish with? Three or four? Drew like he was never in. Four. Yeah, he was never in trouble of like actually fouling out of the game. So like to take him out when you're kind of losing grip of the rope in the first quarter anyway, like you can lose the game basically at that point. Like if you just keep, like you take out your best players. Like you mm-hmm. can't afford to have Drew Holiday on the bench for like five minutes in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's real. Yeah, Especially replacing it with Jeff I do mm. want to say, though, I did get a little bit of what I wanted in the third quarter because Chris and Book was dueling for a second. Oh, yeah. Back and forth. And I was like, that's what I wanted to see. <laughs> going bucket for bucket. Man, it's a, it's a fun game. It is a fun game. Like, we might, hey, we looking good to win the title. We might be about to do it. We, we really might be able, like, this might can't really be happening. Can't nobody tell us shit, bro. Can't nobody tell us shit we get this chip. They can't say shit about Giannis. Like, Bud bought him another <laughs> year at least. <laughs> right, no matter what you say, because, like, I was... Damn, 365? So, I was, I was having a conversation recently about it with a guy, and he was just adamant about Bud being, like, a great coach and all of this shit. But... The one thing that you can't take away from, if you remove the context of the seasons and you look mm-hmm. at his records, he has a. If if we win this year, he'll have a conference champ, a conference finals, second mm-hmm. round exit, and then a title in three years. That's a hell of a run in your first three years with a team. Like no matter what you I say mean, about, yeah. it. I mean context does matter though. <laughs> I, I it get does. it, but it, regardless, like but the stats alone. Be, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you got a chip in your third year with the team. You almost got one in your first year. Like it's gonna buy him at least another year or two. 
I'll give him at least another season, but for sure, for sure. He, of like, course, has bought himself another season. They're in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> like, this shit is... But it, it's, it's, been, it's been great to see, like, his the adjustments that he has made, though, in order for us to kind of get to these points when everybody was kind of complaining about what adjustments to make. Like, post-game adjustments, he's done a fantastic job about trying to put us in different situations and kind of still learning and growing with the players as well, so... It's been good to see, like, the team as a whole. Again, we said it before. We've said it all season. I've said it before. This team is different. We got to believe the shit. It's time mm. to believe the shit. Go ahead and just believe the shit. Be happy about it. Be mm. good about it because this different ass team may get us a chip. <laughs> <laughs> one, thing, one thing that's interesting is that after the last game, I'm paraphrasing, but I think it was Drew Holiday who was asked about Devin Booker's big game, and he was kind of like, he kind of went more ISO, and we were okay with that. Like, he just admitted, like, we were okay with that. And this game, again, Book had himself a game. How many did right? you finish with? Finished with 40. Uh-huh. 17-33 from the field, for, uh, two for three from the three-point line, four or five from the free throw. Everything else is, you know, dibble-dabble, but another 40 ball for him. But mm-hmm. during the game, I was literally like, they're okay. Like, this, mm-hmm. this is what they want because the ball's not moving. It's just iso ball. I got two points on that. One, Devin Booker is the first player in finals history to lose back-to-back games despite scoring 40-plus in both games. Damn, that's some Bradley Bill shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's only the fifth player to ever do that in any playoff series. So, like, that's very rare. But to your point, like, they're fine with him going ISO. Uh, and there was a point, um, uh, it must have been during the third quarter, where Mark Jackson – was like, um, you know, if I'm Milwaukee, like I'm not allowing Devin Booker to just continuously cook um, my defenders one-on-one. And I'm like, yeah, if you force him into tough shots, like if he's not creating for anybody else, like, no, don't send help because then you're just opening up the defense right, to exploit, like to get open shots for other people. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. basically like that's what they did with Durant too. It's like, you know, PJ know he gonna get cooked. Like yeah. he's fine with that. He gonna make him work for it. It's not like he just like letting him go. You know, driver he's tired in this bucket. Right, like you body blows basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like as long as you're staying one on one and you're at least making him work for it, and like you're you're forcing uh, missed shots occasionally, like that's better than you know double teaming or blitzing or whatever. Um, which then again opens you up to being put in rotation and people find mm-hmm. open shooters. And after the game, Monty Williams brought that up too. I mean, he pretty much said, like, that Booker ISO stuff got to be dead. So looking forward to – well, I should say looking forward to, but it's going to be interesting to see what changes the Suns try to implement in game six because at this point, there's been five games already played. These players Uh know each other pretty well at this point. Uh So (laughs) how many more wrinkles can you really throw in at this point? Better than they do. So that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And like uh Tim, you 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 read off the big three for uh the Suns earlier. You you forgot they actually had a big four today. Cause Mark Davis was cooking. <laughs> Mark, Mark Davis had it going. Mm-hmm. ISO pull up. Fuck it. He said ISO pull up. <laughs> Man. Like him, him and Book were uh, were tag team and man, and like I, 
I say that facetiously, but like Mark Davis was terrible tonight. Like there were a number of calls that were just like, and I, on both sides too. Like it wasn't just like cooking for the buck. I mean, cooking for the Suns, although it was a little lopsided. But like he was just like mission. Like he's right there. Like um, that knockaway that Booker had. That was basically like that thing that he did to Drew in Game Four. Like where he like contested and went up and like grabbed him by the waist and then knocked the ball away. He did it again. He did it again. And it was a foul again and mm-hmm. didn't get called a foul again. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe learn them tricks from Kobe where it's like, you know, you know how to position yourself so that the referees aren't in position to see the offhand. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the offhand, like every time he drops, like he creates separation with that offhand. Like it's a stiff mm-hmm. arm and he doesn't extend. So like I think that that's why he doesn't get called for it. But goddamn, he'd be pushed off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, respect. You know, like, if they ain't gonna call it, keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite parts about the game is after Giannis caught that alley oop and pretty much sealed the game. They stare down mm-hmm. on the camera. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was tight. Yeah. And Drew was flexing like it was. Yeah, this, this, like this, this just has to be remembered as the Drew Holiday game. Like it was oh, the, okay. all the big three it showed up for sure. But it was it was Drew who was the one who was consistent. He was the steady tonight, and he brought yeah. it on both ends, like the whole game. Crazy game from Drew, and he was in foul. He got in foul trouble early, so he had to adjust. Crazy game, crazy game. Going into game six at home, my guy had already mm-hmm. called me. He said, "It's fifteen hundred for standing room." Fifteen hundred <laughs> for standing room. Fifteen hundred. Yeah. Jesus. Christ. Jesus. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. I, like, I didn't realize that they had released tickets for game six. Like they released those early, like when they did like three and four, basically. Mm-hmm. And that was the like, case. Yeah. And yeah, I should have looked there. But LeBron, LeBron was at the game looking all salty. Uh, his, uh, his shirt was trash. They came on that. I, man, I don't know what that. I thought it was leopard print at first, but it ain't leopard print. It was like it was some kind of print, but it wasn't like all. I don't know. It was it was ugly ass shirt. Like just because something costs a lot of money, don't mean to look good. That's a fact. Frank Madden just tweeted this out. Giannis now has ninety nine points, twenty assists, and two turnovers in the last three games. His decision making with the ball has been nearly perfect. Mm-hmm. Night he had it going. MVP, like the way he was MVP passing MVP the team, and people. Yeah, it was it was beautiful tonight. Like he was hitting people with rhythm, stride. Like yeah, they, that they, one where he caught Middleton cutting, mm-hmm. like when he was going to like the turnaround and he just passed it to him. Even the bounce pass good. to him, often just like kind of like the, the quick middle uh one touch no look bounce pass to middle at the top of the key. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. all right, I see all you're cooking. All right, so I'm gonna end up just asking this: going into Game mm-hmm. Six. How are you feeling? What are you hoping to see? Like last last messages going into game six for you. So go ahead. The first thing I want to see is the dude that was flashing money to get robbed. But you're pretty ballsy to be on national TV with at least twelve hundred dollars in your hand. You still have more money to count, but you had at least twelve hundred dollars in your hand. I mean, you sitting in the seats that are getting on that camera, like I'm sure you got a lot <laughs> so like just being there anyway it's kind of putting a target on your back but no uh seriously though like 
just come out, play your game, like, like you know, relax. Basically, like I feel like that, that's the one thing about the state. Like they don't lose composure, but I feel like they can get too amped up. Like I feel like that's why Giannis keep having to go off the court in the first quarter because he like my heart is racing too fast. Like I need to slow it yeah. down or some shit. Like yeah. So I think like just mm-hmm. keep it cool. Like don't try to do too much. You know what I mean? Like obviously you saw it today. Like you can come back even. Like, don't get down that much, but, you know, like, you can beat this team over a long period of time. So, like, you Mm -hmm. don't have to try to, you know, win the game in the first quarter. Just stay the course, like, keep execute, keep forcing turnovers. Like, the Mm -hmm. defense is winning you this series, essentially, because, like, Mm -hmm. their half-court offense is actually pretty terrible, (laughs) but it's, like, the transition points that are really, uh, that are really sustaining them. So, I just want to see the mm-hmm. defensive intensity like remain where it's at. Yeah, and we got. I, I'll tell you what how I feel. I feel our next episode will be our last episode for doing this until next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about it. So y'all got one more time to hear us talk about these motherfuckers. Because, well, we go, we'll be done after the next one. After the next one, so I got confidence we'll go pull it up when we get to the crib. Yeah, they're gonna be frustrated. Yeah, they're gonna be upset. Suns fans are gonna find every little nook and cranny of a screenshot that they can find and go ahead and justify shit. But say la vie, my guy. Mm-hmm. Bucks and six round here. <laughs> Just to be clear, we do have a, a, a regular tech uh, episode. So I said this one. Yeah, yeah this, this series. He, he series is over. This series. series so is over, bro. For me, I want the Bucks to understand that the Suns are going to be extremely desperate coming out and mm-hmm. that they have to match that energy. Like they have to come out and play no games. Like this is not time to play with your food. This is the time to exhort like dominance. Like this is the time to separate from the pack. Mm-hmm. You do that and you're in good shape because we've seen the Bucks beat this team in a few different ways. There was a tweet I saw from um, Jack Borman. And he says, not too often you will see a team have its best player go for 40, shoot 68% from three and 55% from the floor, commit fewer turnovers, have more stocks, steals and blocks, win the uh, points in the paint battle, have every starter in double figures, have second more, have more second chance points and lose at home. Like... Mm-hmm. Where the fuck did the Bucks win this game at? <laughs> like, <laughs> they would have all them, them stats. Like, like what was they, the difference? Uh, I'm looking at the team stats right now. Uh, it says lows right where. Oh, damn, I hope. Oh, no, there you go. All right, so we got better field goal percentage. We have, damn, they shot 68%. Uh, they got better free throw. We got better rebound by two. Uh, more assists by three. Uh, what's the turnover numbers 12 to 9 would be negative 3 but we have 17 points of turnover so they're 16 like it's like oh 21 <laughs> points today 12 that's what it was we want fast break points yeah to my point like, fast they, they all, it's, the, it's the transition that's, that's uh, keeping yep. them ahead yep yep defense leading the offense so yeah Bucks just gotta come out take this game seriously play hard mm-hmm. uh do it for Jim. Do it for Mr. Jim. Come on, let's get this championship in the Jim Paschke retirement year. Do it for Thanasis. Yeah, do it for Thanasis, who's who's out with the health and safety protocols. Like, mm-hmm. which I wonder if that contributed like today. 
first quarter where it's just like you, know, you find out an hour before the game like one of your teammates mm-hmm. just do it just just come out and do this like let's let's celebrate that's how I feel going into game six huh. as Giannis say let's dance <laughs> Ken what you got okay. for us today uh, me I, I have thoroughly been enjoying uh, watching the books and watching the series period um, I've gained a, a like a deeper respect uh, for the Bucks, and I am absolutely impressed. Um, I want them to continue to do what they're doing and win Tuesday, Bucks and Six. Bucks and hey. Six. You on the bandwagon? Here. Hey, mind your business when y'all see me, um, <laughs> see me down there with see with some bucket gear on. Mind your business. Ooh, listen. But I'm in that joint. If they win, woo. Oh, by the way, y'all, this week's episode will be coming early because, again, <laughs> uh, game six is Tuesday. So be on the lookout for that. If you have not listened to this week's episode yet, episode 208, make sure that you do that tech talk. Go check that out. Yep, do it right now. We'll leave it there. I said this last week, but if you got any bus questions, like, please feel free to submit them. Like, we'll. If you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On the Twitter and Instagram at Camille Monet, C A M I L L E M O N A E, because (laughs) your mom is fancy. (laughs) (laughs) At Bucks Burner on Twitter. That's all you get. Got that right. Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. Um, K Harris216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy, T I M K I N Z V number three, aka Ask Testum, aka Mr. Give It to Me. We only got one more of these hoes. I told y'all, I'm telling you, we see y'all next time. That's it. Hey, don't call Drew Holiday uh, Drew Bledsoe uh, no more. Like, he, he is Drew Holiday forever. <laughs> I just want to say that before we sign out. Mm. Peace, y'all. <laughs>